yummy food. I love food. How about you? <laughs> Just got my one block of chocolate here. There's only two people in our family and this is a family block, so that should work well. Interesting concept in the exercise industry that people talk about quite often is a eating plan that involves a cheat day. And maybe you've done it, you've seen or heard of people that have done it, where they eat lean and clean and healthy, supposedly, for six days, whatever lean and clean and healthy means to them. And then on the seventh day, they get to cheat, eat whatever they want. Interesting concept. Uh, I have a gorgeous husband. We've been married a very long time. I'm not sure we would have been married such a long time if he'd come to me and said, six days I'm going to be a gorgeous husband, I'm going to be honest and respectful and kind and not look at anybody else, but on the seventh day I'm going to cheat. Sounds ridiculous, I know. Uh, I wouldn't be in a relationship like that. And I know that we, there's all kinds of relationships and people do all kinds of things. But for me, self-respect is all important. And I'm not sure that if you do something for six days and then blow out on the seventh, that that's very respectful any of the time. So it's just something that I'm going to lay out there to consider because I would love everybody to be healthy, fit and strong for the rest of their life, to enjoy all the food that they eat, not eat any food that they don't like, eat when they're hungry, stop eating when they're full, and just love the experience of food. So I'll rephrase that. Do you love your food? Do you eat when you're hungry, stop eating when you're full? Does your body tell you that you're full? And the concept of a cheat day, where did it come from and why would we consider that it's a great idea? And again, a different question. If you were going back to zero-based thinking, if you were designing a healthy eating plan for a child... So you bring a newborn baby into the world and it's now uh, your headspace is how am I going to inspire, motivate, educate my child to have a great relationship with food, eat healthy food, love their food and live healthy, fit and strong for the rest of their life. Would the advice that you give a small child when they start eating be, you've got to eat healthy, clean and lean for six days, but on the seventh day you can eat whatever you want to. Is that something that we would share with a child? And the reason that I think that question is really important is even if we would never share that with a child, what about children that hear us say that? Mummy's eating healthy food for six days, but on the seventh day, she can eat whatever she wants to. Daddy's on a diet and he's got to eat healthy, boring food for six days, but on the seventh day, he can eat pizza and drink beer and and have takeaway food and have lollies and chocolate and ice cream. I don't know where the concept came from. I don't understand it. And it's not for me to understand it. But I'm asking very personally, as an exercise professional, as a personal results coach, who all of my career path, I dealt with people who had horrible relationships with food. Horrible. So they were using food as a weapon against their own body. They would either aim not to eat food at all, so technically that's called an anorexic, or they would eat enormous amounts of food, feel guilty about it, stressed about it, angry about it, and then either throw it up, take laxatives to poo it out, or ex exercise excessively, fanatically, to try and burn up the calories that they had put in. So there was this really ugly relationship between eat too much and then try and get rid of it. And then I had lots of clients, unfortunately, who were using food as a weapon to excess so they'll just eat and eat and eat and eat because they wanted to hurt their body by eating too much 
Now, where does that come from? I don't, I don't want that for anybody and I want that to stop. I would like our little kids to grow up knowing that they never, ever have to be on a diet. They never need to have food that they don't want to eat. They can eat what they love. Their body is so fit and healthy and strong that when they're full, their body tells them that they're full. Uh, and I've got some yummy things in front of me and I was joking about the chocolate. But people say, Rowie, that's a big block of chocolate for two people. And yes, I have this in my house. But this has been in my house for quite a while now. Uh, I don't eat chocolate unless I feel like it. And when I want to eat chocolate, I don't wonder what day it is. Is it the right day for me to eat chocolate? I just eat chocolate because I love it and I thoroughly enjoy it. But I don't need to eat the whole packet because if I ate the whole packet, I'd feel sick. My body will tell me after two, three, four pieces, Rowie, that's enough now, you're full. That's an endocrine system, a hormonal system that works really effectively. Is it possible that we have a body that when it's fit, healthy and strong, it will tell us you're thirsty, you're hungry, you're full, you're tired, you need to de-stress, you need to relax. The whole, the whole hormonal system is designed to keep our body in peak physical condition. But is it possible that if we're out of shape, if we're unhealthy, that that system breaks down and then we get into this horrible headspace of can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have, got to go on a diet, got to exercise fanatically. And I want to stop that for our kids. How about you? I don't know what I can do for adults. Adults that choose to have a cheat day, adults that choose to eat uh, any kind of food, whatever eating plan they decide, adults that take drugs, adults that smoke, adults that do the things that they do, I have no control over that. I only have control over what I do and the living, breathing example that I live. And I want our kids to know that it is possible to grow up in a world where being healthy, fit and strong is normal. Dieting is not normal. Restricting your food is not normal. Uh, becoming morbidly obese is not normal. The human body is designed to be fit, to be healthy, to be strong, to be active and go and do all the things that we want to do. And I always ask this question, from a headspace point of view, I would love our kids to be born, have a healthy, fit, strong body, eat healthy food, have a stack of energy, have a brain that can handle challenges, a body that can overcome challenges. If life hits them, they've got a healthy, fit, strong, mentally tough body, mentally tough, mentally tough brain, physically strong body, so they can live their life as a healthy, fit, strong human being. So if something hits them, they're capable of dealing with it. But I don't want our kids to deal with eating disorders, mental health challenges, type 2 diabetes, coronary heart disease, stroke. Most cancers are caused by humans that don't look after themselves effectively. And this is just an interesting side note, but for me, I'm, it's, I'm begging now because we have some great medical professionals in the world, people who really would like to find a cure for the horrible cancers that are bad luck. But even an oncologist will share with you that most cancers aren't bad luck, they're bad life management. If you don't look after your body, if you're weak and frail, if you don't have a strong immune system, if you don't put high performance food into your body, if you don't keep your body in peak physical condition, the things that attack our body can get in there, break it down, disease it, make it sick. And unfortunately, that's where most of the the diseases in the world come from. The medical professionals share with me that 80% of people that go to hospital or go to a doctor's office are there because they don't look after themselves. Wouldn't it be nice if our medical professionals could look after the 20% of people that have really got something that they have no control over? It really is bad luck. And I share that with you because after investing so much energy and passion and enthusiasm and drive into aiming to help people 
get out of the headspace of I want to starve myself, I want to eat and throw up, I want to be eating so much food that I become so overweight that I can hardly move. That's been a driving force for me my whole career path and I've made no difference. Anorexia, bulimia, morbid obesity, unhealthy bodies are, are worse than they've ever been. And that's why our kids now think it's normal. Our kids think it's normal that if you're overweight, you go on, a, go on a diet. Our kids think it's normal that if you're overweight, you have to exercise. Not exercise for fun and enjoyment, but I have to exercise because I'm overweight. How do they know that? Is it possible because they're hearing it from us? So if our kids are hearing from us, I'm going to be healthy, fit and strong for six days, but on the seventh day, I can eat whatever I want to. Is that really something we want for our children? Romax is a, a daily commitment to I want my world, your world, our world to be healthy, fit and strong and stay that way for the rest of our lives. I would love our world to have a career or business that we love. I'd love everybody in the world to be financially secure so you don't have to struggle for money. And I'd love everybody to have a great relationship with all the people in their life, themselves. And what about their relationship with food? I would love everybody to have a great relationship with food and exercise. So I'll just put this into some fun perspective, but it's actually not funny. If I said, let's be healthy, fit and strong for six days, but on the seventh day feel sick and, and tired and unenergetic and have a disease, why would you want to live like that? Imagine looking back over your life and for six days of every week you were healthy, fit and strong, but the seventh day you felt terrible. I'm all for 365 days of the year, all of my life feeling amazing, not having on and off days. What if you had a career or business where six days or most of the time you loved it, but there was a day out of the week that you absolutely hated it? So sometimes, sometimes good or mostly good, but there was always a day that was terrible and you're actually expecting that day. Imagine living a life where most of the time you were financially free, but you had to deal with horrible financial situations one day out of seven. Imagine being in a relationship, and again, it sounds ridiculous, but imagine being in a relationship with anybody, let alone your intimate partner, where they say to you, I'm going to be beautiful to you, kind to you, respectful to you six days a week, but on the seventh day, I'm going to treat you like shit. All of that just sounds ridiculous to me. And here's a really interesting question about the whole cheat day concept. How do you feel at the end of the cheat day? Because I often, and this is something that I deal with every single day, because I talk to lots of people every day, and this is often I hear this, how are you today, or are you having an amazing day today, or what I always say, which is super duper doo, how are you, I'm sure you are amazing, and here's what I hear often, I'm not amazing because I'm waiting for my cheat day, I've only got three more days before I can eat whatever I want to. Or I'm on my cheat day, so I'm going out for lunch and I'm going to have a burger and fries and a milkshake and I'm going to have pizza for dinner. I'm going to drink beer and eat chocolate and have an ice cream and I'm really excited about my day because it's my cheat day, which sounds awesome and positive. But my question is always this, how do you feel at the end of that day? And there's always two answers because I always ask. One answer is I feel awesome because I've had a great day of eating all, all the stuff that I want to eat. But now I feel terrible because tomorrow I've got to go back to boring, ordinary, can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have for the next six days. So I'm busting for the seventh day. Or I feel terrible at the end of the day because I've eaten food that I feel guilty that I've eaten it. I feel stressed that I've eaten it. I feel bad about it. And now I actually feel a bit sick because I've put so much sugar or fat or salt or whatever it is into your body. Uh where does that fit into? I feel fantastic every day. I feel healthy and energetic and fit and strong every single day. 
Where does that fit into? I want to have a life that I'm living my life to the max every day, not six days and then one day I feel terrible or worse, six days I feel terrible but only one day I have a great day. And is it possible that there are people that do live their life like that where they have five terrible days because they've got a horrible job or a business or a career that they hate and then on the, the strong end, which I always, the weekend for me is always a strong end because strong people have strong ends, not weekends. Uh, the, the two days, and that they, it's interesting because we talk about work-life balance. Where does six and one fit into balance? Where does five and two fit into balance? Five days I do what I, what I hate and I don't like my job and I just have to get through it. And then two days on the strong end, I have two days to do what I want to do. But is it really that? Because I, most people will drink on Sunday, Friday evening to get over the, six, the five days that they hated. So their sixth day is pretty ruined because they wake up with a hangover or they wake up late in the day because they had a late night. So half of that day is gone. Often people drink again or, or do something that tries to help them forget about the five days that they hate. Then they wake up on Super Day, uh, sorry, Sparkle Day Sunday morning, knowing that tomorrow morning is a, is a yuck day again. And some people start feeling sick already by lunchtime, but definitely by the end of the day, because I've got to get up and go to a job tomorrow that I don't like. I don't want that for anybody. How about you? I would love everybody to wake up every day with a great relationship with their food, a great relationship with their exercise, a great relationship with everybody else in their life, and to enjoy every single day. Last but not least, one of those really interesting examples. I think the dentists, the teeth people have got it right. Everybody in the world uh, brushes their teeth or wants to, and most people don't want to miss brushing their teeth because of the way it makes them feel. And that's just to look after this part of your body. But imagine a, a healthy mouth plan where you brush your teeth six days, but on the seventh day you don't have to. You look after your teeth and make sure that they're clean and fresh and lovely and you don't have bad breath, but on the seventh day it's okay to have stinky, horrible breath because that's your cheat day. You're cheating on your mouth. Why would you cheat on your mouth? Why would you cheat on your relationship? Why would you cheat on your life? So I hope I've given you some things to consider about if you are an exercise professional and you're sharing that information with people, could that screw them around? Uh, is it possible that, and this is probably the biggest part of that whole cheat day system, if you can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have for six days, is it possible that on the seventh day that you'll binge? That you'll eat far more than you would normally if you, if you just enjoyed your food throughout the week? Now, the part of that concept of the cheat day diet is actually not that. It's supposedly, well, you eat healthy, lean and clean for six days and then on the seventh day you can't eat that much so you won't eat as much as if you ate whatever you wanted to every day. But I've got a different question to consider. What if every single day you enjoyed your food, everything that you eat? And I always ask this question because it's a funny relationship. Uh, everything that you wear, should it make you feel fantastic? Why would you have clothes in your cupboard that don't make you feel good and look good when you wear them? And the fashion stylists and the, and the fashion uh, experts will all share. Don't have any clothes in your cupboard that if you're in a hurry and you had to get dressed, you wished you hadn't worn it because it makes you look terrible. Only have clothes in your cupboard that make you look and feel good. Why don't we do that with our food? Only have food in your cupboard that makes you look and feel good. Look good, yes, but what about feel good? 
See, I feel good when I eat chocolate because I love it. I never feel guilty about it. I never feel stressed about it. I never feel angry with myself for eating chocolate because I love it. I don't have any guilt attached to eating chocolate or lollies or any of the food that I eat. And I just wish that for everybody. Eat when you're hungry. Stop eating when you're full. Enjoy everything that you eat. And when you've got a healthy, fit, strong body and a healthy, fit, strong brain, is it possible that they will all work together to make that happen for you? Wouldn't it be nice to, somebody puts your favourite food in front of you, but you're full. You don't need to eat it because it's going to be there tomorrow or the next day. Not I have to wait for my cheat day and then maybe I would eat the whole packet because I haven't had any chocolate for six days. If you'd like to live your life to the max, waking up every day loving what you do, I wish that for you so that you can sing like I do every single day. And I literally sing every day. But I've got lots of fun songs and I love this one the most. Super duper doo, how are you? I'm sure you are amazing and happy and healthy and strong and loving your life because you're healthy, fit and strong. Woo! Yes!